We're going to get into our study once again. We've been on eternal judgment. When we get eternal judgment, when the church gets eternal judgment, you can find that in St. John, the sixth chapter. When the church gets eternal judgment, it's the last day. And it's going to get it the same time as the sinner gets theirs. Everyone's going to be raised at the last and general resurrection at the last day. If you'll turn with me to St. John, the fifth chapter, the 26th verse, Jesus speaking here, for as the father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the son to have life in himself and hath given him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man. Now, when is he going to execute that judgment? The next verse answers that. Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. What does that all constitute? It shows you saint and sinner, the next verse. And shall come forth they that have done good, the saints, unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That last day, folks, both saint and sinner is going to get eternal judgment. And Jesus backs that up in Revelations, the 22nd chapter and the 12th verse. And behold, I come quickly. This is at his coming. What is he coming to do? Behold, I come quickly and my reward, that eternal reward. My reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. To the saint, eternal life, and to the sinner, eternal damnation. He's coming to execute that judgment on all folks. And Acts speaks of that in the 17th chapter and the 30th and 31st verses and the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Why do we repent? Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained. He's judging the world in righteousness, that saint and sinner. Let's read it again. Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, folks. There's coming a day that God is going to judge the world by that man, Jesus Christ. That's what St. John, the fifth chapter and the 28th verse said. Marvel not at this for the hour is coming. There's going to be an hour in that day in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. He's judging the world in righteousness by that man who be hath ordained. All that are in the grave shall hear his voice and shall come forth. They that have done good in the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. That 27th verse said he have given him authority, Jesus, to execute judgment. When is it going to happen? At the day that all that are in the grave shall hear his voice, the last day. As it says in St. John, the sixth chapter, whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood. This is the blood washed crowd. This is the church. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day, that day which God will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained. That's when the church is getting up is the last day. 
And that's when he'll execute that judgment. Yeah, judgment's coming to everyone. We're going to receive the reward that we've done, the deeds in our body. You can turn to Revelation 20th chapter and the 11th verse. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead, both folks, both crowds, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. The 13th verse, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. He's coming, folks, to execute that judgment. And when he comes, his reward is with him to give to every man according as his work shall be. Now turn with me to Jude, the 14th verse. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints. What are you coming for, Lord? To execute judgment when he comes to execute judgment upon all, A-double-L-L, not just the saint or just the sinner. It's coming the same day, folks, to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have ungodly committed. Folks, there's a day coming and an hour coming that all that are in the graves are going to hear his voice. Even the sea is going to give up the dead. And the dead is going to be judged according to the works that they've done in their body, both saint and sinner, all at the same time. Well, you might say, that messes my doctrine up. Folks, let's just line up to the word of God. If it troubles you, let's just, let's just line up to the word of God. Jesus is not going to come and judge the church a thousand years before the last day. They're teaching that Jesus is coming in a great, grand, and glorious rapture and rapture the church off a thousand years and they'll get their reward. They'll get eternal life then before the wicked gets theirs. That's not scriptural, folks. You can't find that in this Bible. It's not in this Bible. Turn with me to 2 Thessalonians, the first chapter and the seventh verse. And to you who are troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire. What are you coming back for, Lord? Taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who should be punished? Listen to me now. He's executing this judgment. Who should be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power? When are you coming, Lord? The same time when the saints get their reward. When he shall come, to be glorified in his saints. When he's coming to be glorified in his saints, we'll get our reward then. Yeah, praise his holy name. I know you can see that. The saint and the sinner, both the same. We'll get their reward at the same day. We're gonna be here, folks, until the day Jesus comes. We're not going anywhere, folks. I hate to disappoint people out there, but let's just line up to the word of God. Let's line up to what it teaches now, I'm going to show you just exactly with these next few scriptures that we're reading what Jesus taught. This is what he taught, folks. 
Let's see if Jesus taught a rapture, the rapture of the church, taking them out of here a thousand years before the wicked are judged. Turn with me to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus expounding a parable here, the 24th verse. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But why men slept? His enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the blade was sprung up and brought forth fruit, then appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came and said unto him, Sir, didst not thou sow good seed in thy field? From whence then hath it tares? He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. Now listen to what he says. The servant saith unto him, Wilt thou then that we go and gather them up? But he said, Nay, lest while ye gathereth up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Now listen to this, folks, the 30th verse. Let both, let both grow together until the harvest. This is what Jesus taught. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. That's what Jesus taught. Now he expounds that parable starting in the 37th verse, Matthew 13 and 37. He answered and said unto them, he that soweth good seed is the son of man. The field is the world. The good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. See the good and the bad? And the enemy that sowed them is the devil. Listen to this now. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. Did you notice that? The harvest is the end of the world. Go to the 31st or the 30th verse now. It said, let both, the good and the bad, let both grow together until the harvest. Jesus is teaching here that both saint and sinner is going to be here. Leave him alone, he says, until the harvest. And he said that the harvest was the end of the world. Folks, let's grab a hold of that. I want that to go home with you. I want that to ring out in your ears. People's teaching lies out there. The harvest is the end of the world. Jesus said, let both the good and the bad grow together until the harvest. That's the end of the world. Yeah, the 39th verse said again, and the enemy that sold them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world. And the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in the fire, so shall it be at the end of this world. The Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out the wicked. Listen to that. No, the righteous is not going anywhere. It's the wicked that's leaving first. And the Son of Man shall send forth his angels, and they shall gather out of his kingdom all things that offend, and them which do iniquity. Yeah, I know you can see that. That's what Jesus taught. Let's be founded upon Jesus' doctrine. Yeah, let's don't be founded on the doctrines of men. I want what Jesus taught, don't you? 
There's coming a day that he's going to judge this world in righteousness, both the saint and the sinner. Yes, he's coming and he's gathering out of his kingdom all things that offend and them which do iniquity. Now go down to the 47th verse. Again, the kingdom of heaven. Now this is Jesus talking. Again, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a net that was cast into the sea and gathered of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to shore and sat down and gathered the good and the vessels. But what happened to the bad and cast the bad away? Listen to now, listen to what Jesus says in the 49th verse. So shall it be at the end of the world. The angels shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just. He's taking the wicked out and leaving the just. People's got that right backwards, folks. They're teaching it right backwards. You know why they're teaching it right backwards? Because they've not been founded on the principles of what Jesus taught. I want to be founded on what Jesus taught, don't you? Jesus is confirming and saying the same thing that the prophets said. You remember, we're founded on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. They didn't teach things contrary to one another. They taught the same thing. Listen to what Isaiah said. Isaiah, the 13th chapter and the ninth verse. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger to lay the land desolate and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. The same thing that Jesus taught. Yeah, Jesus didn't teach anything different than what the prophets taught. He was confirming what the prophets taught. Turn with me to Proverbs, the second chapter, the 21st and the 22nd verses. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it. They're not going anywhere. The righteous aren't going anywhere. They're going to remain in it. The perfect shall remain in it, in the land. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors be, shall be rooted out of it. It's the same thing that Jesus taught. This is Jesus' doctrine. This is the doctrine of Jesus Christ. I want to be founded on his principles, don't you? You see how much evidence is mount up against this doctrine of the rapture of the church? Listen to what David said in Psalms, the 37th chapter. We'll start at the first verse. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be thou envious against the workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land. That's what Jesus was saying. That's what Proverbs said. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Commit thy way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. And he shall bring forth thy righteousness of the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord. And wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in the way. They may be prospering in the way now, folks, but there's a day coming that they're going to be cut off. Listen to this. Because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Fret not thyself in any wise yeah, to do evil. Listen to this now. For evildoers shall be cut off. What are they being cut off from? 
cut off from the land. For the upright shall dwell on the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. But the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors rooted out of it. That's Proverbs, the second chapter again. Listen now, Psalms 37 and 9. Four evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait upon the Lord shall inherit the earth. That's what Jesus taught. He's going to come and sever the wicked from among the just. That's what Matthew said in the 13th chapter again. Now, at the end of this world, he's going to send forth his angels. They're going to sever the wicked, sever them from among the just. Let's go back again to Matthew, the 13th chapter. Folks, I really want you to understand this. When Jesus said in Matthew, the 13th chapter and the 30th verse, he said, let both grow together. Let both the wicked and the righteous They're not going nowhere until the harvest. Now, is that what Jesus taught? Did he teach the righteous was going to be taken out of here a thousand years before the end time? Jesus didn't teach that doctrine, folks. Now, do you want to go and follow what some man has taught? And these new Bible colleges that are coming out with this kind of doctrine? Do you want to follow what some man has taught or do you want to follow the words of Jesus Christ? I'm going to follow Jesus, aren't you? You can't wiggle, you can't squirm out of it, folks. This is what Jesus taught. And I'm going to be founded on his words, what he taught. Now Jesus taught both the good and the bad. The good seed and the bad seed are going to be here until the day of harvest. And the harvest was the end of the world. Folks, he left us all kinds of things here to watch for. And he also told us we need to watch. Don't be deceived. Turn with me to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Start at the 23rd verse. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ or there. Believe it not, for there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders insomuch that if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Can you be deceived out there? Yes, you can. You've got to be careful. Jesus tells us to take heed. The 25th verse said, Behold, I have told you before. He's telling us this so we won't be deceived. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert. Go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. Believe it not. Oh, he's coming here in secret. Only the righteous is going to know. They're going to be carried off in this great, grand, and glorious rapture, and the sinner man's going to be left behind here and not know anything about what's going on. Jesus warned us. He said he told us before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert. Now, there's some people teaching that too. Go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers. They're teaching that. He's coming here in a secret rapture to steal the church off. Jesus said, believe it not. For as lightning cometh out of the east and shineth even to the west, so shall it also the coming of the Son of Man be. Folks, every eye is going to see him. Every eye is going to look upon Jesus, not just the righteous, It's going to be the saint and sinner the same day. 
Now Jesus warned us not to believe these fellows that's teaching that. He warned us in his word. He told us not to believe it. He's not coming here in secret and just the saints are going to see it. Turn to Revelations, the first chapter, the seventh verse. This is what John said. Behold, he cometh with clouds and every, 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 listen to that, every eye, just not just the righteous, every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him. I'd hate to be that man that's pierced him in the side because he's going to see him too, folks. When he comes, he's coming to execute judgment upon all, not just the righteous, not the sinner separate. It's going to happen the same day. Every eye shall see him and they also which pierced him and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. They're going to wail, folks, because eternal judgment's coming to him. Now we've given several places here what Jesus taught and what the apostles taught. Several places in here what they taught. And we've showed plainly Jesus never taught that the righteous is going to be taken out of here before the last day, thousand years before the last day. We've showed that plainly. Everything else, folks, it's a doctrine, a commandment of men. If you follow that, it's vain worship, folks. Matthew, the 15th chapter and the 8th verse, this people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain, in vain they do worship me, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. I don't want to worship God in vain. Let's worship him in spirit and in truth, folks. Let's be founded on these fundamental principles. Yeah, I'll praise his holy name. Jesus never taught a secret rapture of the church. He never taught that the church was going to be raptured off a thousand years before the wicked is going to get their reward. He never taught that. In every major event in the Bible, God always destroyed the wicked and left the righteous. Well, that's what Jesus said. Matthew, the 24th chapter and the 36th verse. It's going to be the same way in the end, folks. But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. Now, what happened back in Noah's day? For as in the days... That were before the flood, they were eating and drinking just like today, marrying and giving in marriage until the day he narrowed it down again to one day, not a thousand years before the last day, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, he narrowed it down to one day, the 39th verse, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. What did it do? It took away the wicked and it left the righteous, folks. He destroyed the wicked and saved the righteous. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Now listen to this. Then should be two in the field. What did Jesus say the field was in Matthew the 13th chapter? The field was the world. For then should be two in the field. The one should be taken and the other left. Let's look at that for just a second. What did Jesus say again in Matthew the 13th chapter and the 49th verse? So shall it be at the end of the world. Just what he was teaching in the 24th chapter. 
the angel shall come forth and sever the wicked from among the just. He's taken away the bad. Same thing the 41st verse said in the 13th chapter. The son of man shall send forth his angels and they shall gather out of his kingdom, out of his kingdom, all things that offend and them which do iniquity. Yeah, praise his holy name. Yeah, and shall cast him into a furnace of fire and there shall be wailing and gnashing of teeth, eternal judgment. Then shall the righteous shine forth as the sun in the kingdom of their father. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Folks, they've got it right backwards. They've got the righteous leaving and the wicked staying. That's not what Jesus taught. Folks, the wicked is being destroyed from among the just.